I don't know one single woman I've coached or talked to, myself included, who hasn't received messages about our place, worth, and role in society as dependent, vulnerable, or incapable beings. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach devoted to helping you have more peace and more harmony in all your relationships. On March 8th, we celebrate International Women's Day all over the world. This is the day where we show respect to the cultural, political, and socioeconomic achievements of women. This is a time when we celebrate womanhood. And also, this is a time when we call attention to what's needed for women all across the globe. In this episode, I am going to teach you a few tools to communicate to women that you honor them, respect them, and support their growth, something that is much needed. First of all, it's important for you to know that all I'm going to share in this episode is based on the idea that when we support women to thrive, we all thrive. Yes, when we contribute to women having the same opportunities as men, we have more members of our human family believing, communicating, and behaving with confidence, with trust in their own capacity, with dignity, and with shared power. And this is the kind of mindset needed to thrive. And you know what a very powerful tool we all have to generate the kind of mindset needed to thrive? Our language and communication, of course. Now, even though we have made progress towards equity for women, we still have a lot to do to help women have the kind of mindset needed to thrive. I've coached lots of women, and myself, I'm a woman who comes from a family of mostly women and who's worked in professions where most of my peers were women. I've known a lot of women in my life, and I can tell you, I don't know one single woman I've coached or talked to, myself included, who hasn't received messages about our place, worth, and role in society as dependent, vulnerable, or incapable beings. We've heard these messages from our loving and well-intentioned parents, from teachers, from authority figures, from society, from arts, culture, and from other women. According to the United Nations, and I quote, before even hitting puberty, girls across the world already carry internalized beliefs about their worth or lack thereof and are told to act accordingly, reinforcing gender stereotypes and keeping girls from realizing their full potential. Let me give you some examples of these messages and internalized beliefs from my clients, my female friends, 
and myself. I had a client whose mother used to weigh her on a scale every day. On a daily basis, my client heard her mother say that women above a certain number of pounds would not get a good husband. Another female client of mine used to hear from her parents that she looked ugly when she cried and that nobody would marry an ugly girl. Both of these messages reinforced the concept of worth and dependency. Several of my female clients have shared that their parents did not go to see them when they had events in which they showed their accomplishments when they were young girls, such as a basketball game, a swimming or a gymnastics competition, or a dance recital. But these same parents did not miss a basketball game, a swimming or a martial arts competition, a music recital in which my client's brothers participated. Remember that behavior is communication. These actions communicated messages of lack of worth and non-deserving support for success. I have a client whose parents let her brothers play outside in front of their house all day until it was time for dinner, but they wouldn't let her play outside. Instead, she had to do domestic chores while her brothers were having fun. And that's how they reinforced messages about her worth and her female role in the family. A friend recently told me she had just remembered that her dad stopped playing chess with her after she won a game and beat him at chess. Again, this behavior communicated lack of support for female success. When I turned 25 years old, I cried the whole day because I was 25 and I wasn't married. I had a boyfriend, but he didn't propose, and I felt I was an utter failure, even though at that time I already had earned two master's degrees. I could go on and on and on, but I know you get the point. And I also hope you understand that I'm not talking about women 200 years ago. I am talking about women now in the 21st century. My clients, my female friends, myself, we are all intelligent, capable, courageous human beings. Some of us have several degrees. Some of us have businesses. Some of us are philanthropists. Some of us have already made great contributions to our communities. Yet, We all need to do work with this little voice that says, you are not worthy of success. Or we all need to feel that we need to work harder for success, that we need to prove ourselves again, or that we're not going to be supported or loved if we succeed or thrive. In a nutshell, most women you know most likely have that voice. Or that message that says thriving or succeeding is something elusive because they are female. These messages that have been communicated to us for so long show up in our inner critic, a harsh internal dialogue criticizing ourselves, telling us that we are not enough, that we should be better. 
These messages also appear in our external communication when we talk about successful women as being lucky and diminishing their accomplishments. These messages also appear in the need of external validation because we have internalized that we are less than, that we are dependent or unworthy and at the same time crave being seen and described by others for all that we are. Now, I know that if you are listening to this podcast and if you are listening to this episode, you care about women's ability to thrive. I know that whether you have little girls, young teenagers, or adult women at home, or that whether you are in contact with females of different ethnic backgrounds, ages, skin color, nationality, language, religion, or level of physical ability, I know that you, like me, want a world in which all female members of our human family know their value, their worth, that all female members of our human family trust their capacity and believe that they too can realize their full potential and, yes, thrive. And you and I We have the wonderful opportunity to help women do that. So listen here, because I want to teach you five things you can start doing right now with your language to change the message and let all females know that we have what it takes to thrive and that you will support us when we succeed. So here we go. Number one. Have conversations with the women in your life about the messages they heard when they were young, especially messages in regards to being a girl and the roles and expectations for being a girl. You can ask questions such as, what did you believe you needed to be or do to be considered a good girl? You could also ask, what did you learn that was out of reach for you because you were a girl? Or you can ask, what was expected of you as a girl that was not expected of other kids who were not girls? And then you can have meaningful conversations about how these messages have impacted them. And of course, after you listen, you can ask them how you can specifically support them so that they can live up to their own unique goals, dreams, and capacities. Number two, when you talk to or about females, instead of using words like little princess when young girls are expressing their needs, use the word leader or use the phrase someone who knows what she wants or simply someone who's able to ask for what she needs. Also, instead of using the word bossy, use the word bold determined, tenacious, purposeful. Can you appreciate how using these words would change the message young girls grow up with? And of course, communication is not just about the words we use. It's also about the tone, how you say these words. So if you only call women or girls sensitive, say it with a positive tone of voice. Because someone who is sensitive 
has access to their feelings. And someone who has access to their feelings has empathy and compassion for others. And someone who has empathy and compassion for others is someone who's able to take action for positive change. And you could also use other phrases such as, wow, you have access to your feelings, or you understand how to feel. I am offering you these vocabulary suggestions not to be politically correct or for you to sound right or cool. Now, I'm offering them to help you communicate in alignment with the value of respect you have for women's true capacity. I am giving you these terms to help you change the outdated harmful beliefs and replace them with messages of worthiness and ability. Let's go to number three. Talk to women about your admiration for other women. And if you don't know other women, research them. Just a couple of weeks ago, I attended a wonderful jazz concert at the SF Jazz Center. The leader of the band was the genius drummer, Terry Lynn Carrington. She was the resident artistic director that week. Now, you may not be from Northern California where I live or the U.S., and even if you were, you may not know about the SF Jazz Center and its resident artistic director program. Well, the SF Jazz Center is a center that promotes jazz music and jazz music education, and the resident artistic director program invites accomplished musicians to two full weeks of performances and gives them a carte blanche to do something unexpected. And I quote, maybe something they've always thought about doing but dismissed out of hand because it seemed too impractical or outlandish. Do you know what drummer, composer, and educator Terry Lynn Carrington did when she accepted this challenge? She played a curated compilation of what she called New Standards, composed by jazz female musicians. Wow, in the 21st century, that seemed outlandish. As I was seated there, though, I was wondering, hmm, how many jazz female musicians can I name in my mind right now? Well, I thought, of course, of Ella Fitzgerald, Billie Holiday, Aretha Franklin, then Esperanza Spaulding came to mind, Cassandra Wilson, Hiromi, Cindy Blackman, Jamie Baum. But, you know, that took a while. I could name more male jazz musicians much faster. So whether you like jazz like me or whether you are into science, politics, innovation, technology, art, business, whatever it is, make it a point to talk about the women in each of these fields. And again, if you don't know them, research them. We are out there. Number four, compliment girls and women about their ideas, their thoughts, their capacity, their accomplishment, instead of their clothes or appearance. I made a video a year or so ago I called The Ugly Truth About You Look Beautiful. You can check it out. I'll add the link in the show notes. 
For now, just know that when all you do is compliment women for their appearance, you are perpetuating old messages and you are not seeing women for all that we are. We are so much more than our appearance. So when you want to compliment a female, honor their thoughts, their minds, their dreams, their goals, their accomplishments. You can start really simple by saying something like, I was thinking about you and how I admire your ability to... and let the words roll. It may be how I admire your ability to figure out a solution to this particular issue or how I appreciate your thoughts and ideas about how to bring in more support for this project or I was thinking about you and how I admire your suggestions about sticking to the budget, etc. And last but not least, number five, listen to women and ask them questions. In my communication coaching sessions with heterosexual couples, I see so many times that women are talking and then men jump in with a defensive comment or they interrupt with a long explanation or they change the topic altogether. When I point this out, I see that my wonderful male clients are not aware they're doing this. Like all of us, the way they communicate is the way they were taught to communicate. And so I teach them to take a few breaths, to give space to their female partner to express themselves. I teach them to notice when their female partner has made a pause as an indication of being done, and then to ask them questions. So as the women in your life are speaking, listen to them, and based on what they are saying, follow up with questions to know more and learn more about their ideas, their experiences, their feelings. The more you do this, the more you are communicating to women that what we are saying is valuable. It's worth listening to, interesting and intelligent. All right, you have five great tools here to help you be a supporter of women and use your language and communication to bring forth equity and healing to all the women in your life. Now, let's recap what you've learned here. In this episode, I talked about March 8th, International Women's Day. I shared with you about the messages and language that most women have heard when they were young, messages that keep us feeling insecure, unworthy, self-critical, and small. I talked to you about your own role in helping women thrive and change the message so that we can believe that we can thrive because when women thrive, we all thrive as a human family. And finally, I taught you five communication tools to communicate with women in a way that supports all that we are. Thank you so much for listening. And a special thanks to all my male clients. There are too many of you to name. I will just name a few of you. Tristan, Rob, Taylor, Daza, Jared, Michael, for all the work you have done in your communication with women. 
May you bring forth an equitable and supportive message to all the women you communicate with. Until next week, and as we say in Argentina, ciao, ciao. Original music by Gary Lapoe. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com. <laughs>